How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. another week it's gonna be fun we're watching the second part part two of the dark knight returns which in my opinion is still the best animated batman movie that has been made uh, oh. both of them both of them together obviously that's the way i normally watch them in just one two and a half hour movie but so i so i still kind of view it as one movie even though technically it was released in two parts but in my opinion that's still the best one it is the perfect adaptation done so well great voice acting great animation and there's other great ones too you know don't get me wrong mask of the phantasm batman beyond return of the joker i mean there's fantastic ones but in my opinion this is the be- these are the best ones yeah for me it's kind of like batman begins the dark knight where i think the dark knight is like the best Batman movie we've had right but but batman begins is my favorite live action movie whereas right. mask of phantasm is my favorite, but this is arguably the best. No, that's fair. That, that's perfectly yeah. fair, because I, I would 100% agree with uh, The Dark Knight. It's clearly the best movie that, that's been, you know, we, we, we already differentiated it when we did the episode, but right, right. The Dark Knight is the best movie with Batman that's ever been made, but oh, yeah. Batman Begins is the best Batman movie that has ever yeah. been made. So, um, no, that that's per- that's perfectly fair. But, um, yeah, and then the other one I'd put there in my top group is uh, Batman Return of the Cape Crusader, which we're going to get to, I don't know, in a couple months or whatever. And that one is, oh, for, for every reason, is just a perfect movie. Oh, I cannot wait to get to that one. Oh, that's so much fun. I haven't seen that in a while, too. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, that'll be a good ray of hope after we get through the the garbage dumpster fire that is the DCEU movies. <laughs> oh, be, what are you talking nice. about, man? That, those are going to be so much fun. I've been waiting for those since we started the podcast. Oh, no, trust me. I'm going to love it, but it would be nice to have an actual good, like, especially good animated movie to look forward to after that. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we will do that one after the uh, the Killing Joke will be right before Return of the Cape Crusader because they came out just a couple months apart. That's true. Yeah, they did. Uh, and both in theaters. They were both the first – because Killing Joke was the first Batman animated movie in theaters, I'm pretty sure, since Phantasm. Return of the Cape Crusaders? No. It came out in the theater? N- yeah, it did. It as a Fathom event, just like the uh, Killing Joke. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah. D- just like the Killing Joke, and I went to go see both of those in, in, in the theater. That's right. Which remember was, you telling me that. Which is pretty cool. Because, yeah, because we get, you know, we're going to get BVS, and then we're going to get Bad Blood, which is garbage. And then, then we'll get Killing Joke and Return of the Cape Crusader. So that'll be nice. We we got a good stretch, a good three stretch there of Killing Joke, Return of the Cape Crusaders, and the Lego Batman movie, all oh, uh, yeah. all in a row. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Before bringing it down with Batman and Harley Quinn after that, um, <laughs> which is a disaster. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what we're gonna do today. And we were kind of talking. There's not a not really any Batman news right now. Um, well, speaking of Harley Quinn, you and I were just oh, talking right, that- right. I think that it came out today or yesterday, like really recently, that it was. apparently, yeah, obviously with the, I guess, revamping the Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, I don't know if they said the character herself won't be in it, but definitely Margot Robbie's version won't be in it. Yeah, which I'm fine with because it's yeah. not Harley Quinn anymore. It kind of was in Suicide Squad a little bit, and then it's definitely not Harley Quinn in this movie. I already know it's oh, not. Oh, God, no. So, 
Um, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I don't care. Yeah, they, they can get I, rid I, I of every single thing from the DCU, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the casting like Henry Cavill as Superman will suck, but that is but. true because if he'd finally gotten a good character, uh, you know, the right Superman to play, so that that is a shame. I, I agree with yeah, that. But but and and speaking to. speaking of Henry Cavill. Um, oh yes, you know his. He filmed a cameo for Shazam. Like they yeah. filmed one, and now they're saying they're not gonna put it in. So, which for me is pretty much confirmation that he that they're done with his Superman. Oh, I mean one hundred percent. Although I sad. thought, I mean, and I know now from seeing stuff that it is, but I thought the big thing with Shazam was not gonna be in the DCU, and then and then <sighs> the trailer came out and they showed the same Batarang. And then I was like, wait a minute, yeah. is this, so now it seems like it is, but now they're getting rid of the DCU. So now I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I honestly don't know. I feel like at first they said that because you can't really imagine a character like Shazam fitting in with True. Snyder's DC True. universe. But I think, yeah, once the trailer came out and they saw that it was a really positive reaction, I'm sure after that drug, oh, maybe we could fit it in somehow. May I, yeah, maybe. I, I have no idea. Um, all yeah, I know I mean, is... Do I, they? Huh? What? Do they have an idea? No. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> well, they might. I don't know. But all I know is we are, I don't know, less than two months away from Shazam, and I am, I'm really excited for it. I, I have a lot... I have very high hopes for that movie. Uh, I'm, I'm real excited for it, so... Could be good. Just the fact that they're following a Jeff Johns storyline almost word for word makes me, uh, gives me a lot of hope. Um, yeah, we didn't expect that because, like, you know, it, it was kind of news that Jeff Johns was kind of not demoted, but kind of stepped down as right. I forget what his title was. So it's nice to see that they haven't completely thrown him. Chief to the creative world. officer or whatever. He yeah, was. yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. moving on from that, we got Batman, uh, the Dark Knight Returns part two, which we get to watch here. Uh, tonight and I am super excited because this is fantastic. We watched the first part last week, which has probably two of my favorite parts in the whole thing. And then, uh, I mean, and I, I don't know, man. I, obviously, all the Joker stuff in this movie is amazing, but yeah. I might like that last mutant fight, mutant leader fight, even better. Like it is, I, I personally do. It is just the best. Like yeah. the, the whole story of it is amazing. Like like him getting beat up because he can't do it, and then him having. I mean, the, it's Rocky three. Exactly. It's and a classic. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so we might as well go ahead and get started. So we have it pulled up on the DC universe, and I am at zero with a gray screen, which is not black. It's gray, which is kind of weird. Oh. And well. um. There is one hour, 15 minutes, 41 seconds to go. And Ian, if you are there, we can go ahead and press play and get it started. All right. Well, I'm there, so I'll count us down in three, two, one, play. There we go. And we are off and running. We have the Warner Pictures or whatever it is. Yeah, Warner. I always get that wrong. Warner Premiere. I don't know what it means. And, um,. DC Comics logo, and we will get started with some news exposition going on. Yep, of course. And now, of course, the mutant gang has disseminated after Batman beat the crap out of the mutant leader. And (laughs) 
now there's all these smaller gangs. There's like kind of a smaller mutant gang, and then now there's the Sons of Batman, which are like this vigilante gang that beat the crap out of criminals, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are sheep, but it is cool to see, like... Right. Like, of all people to, like, follow and worship somebody, it's like, you could do worse than Batman. Yep. Then we have the, uh, you know, the back and forth cable news debate between Batman versus anti-Batman, which is, oh, it's amazing that this was made in the 80s. Yeah, we talked about how scary it was, how much this movie, like, predicted. Yeah, it did, did. Like, not, like, as a, not not physically, not as far as, like, aesthetically or, or techno- technologically or anything like that, but literally politically and uh, psychologically and... and sociologically and all that it's it's pretty spot on to the way it is right now and here we see maybe the most disturbing joker ever oh by well i know it's it's hard that's why did you read that brian azarello joker graphic novel which one the uh, one that came out right after the right after the dark knight it's just called joker it was by brian azarello yeah uh, yeah that might be the most disturbing joker i think i've ever seen yeah, I mean, but this is up there because he's like disturbing for different reasons. Oh like, yeah, this is this is the hypersexualized Joker. Yeah, and just really like confident and unsettling. I know, voiced, I mean, incredibly by Michael Emerson, who's awesome. Yeah, that and not someone you'd expect to have <laughs> no. like, a, like a classic Joker. Not at not at all. You never. I mean, but that's the performance. The performance is nothing like anything else. Exactly, yeah. It's totally subdued. Yeah, it's not stupid and generic like Jared Leto. No, 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 no. And now we have Conan O'Brien, who is going to host the Joker. The Joker has convinced his bleeding heart liberal doctor, Bartholomew Walper, who's awesome and hilarious. <laughs> I, I, lo- I That's a great character. Yeah. And he's convinced him. That he is perfectly sane and normal and is so just misunderstood after killing thousands of people. And um, is, you know, is going to go on to a talk show because that's what the Joker wanted to explain himself to everyone. And the talk show host is going to be Conan, which is great. <laughs> but uh, now we're, we're going to get introduced, at least in uh, uh, speech, to our other main character of this one. Mm-hmm. Which is the the big blue Boy Scout, and we have Ronald Reagan bringing him in. Who does the uh, voice of Superman in this again? It's uh no. oh shoot, Mark Valley. Oh, really? It's Mark Valley. Oh okay. Who's yeah. done the voice of Superman before? Yeah, he's great too. I like him a lot. Human Target's oh, yeah. a very underrated show. It is. Yeah. I enjoyed that show a lot. That's why I got canceled because I liked it. I know, right? <laughs> Which it's on the DC network. Uh, it's on a uh, DC Universe. Yeah, which is pretty, which is pretty cool because that's a good show. And there he is. There he is. Probably the most annoying Superman of any depiction of Superman. <sighs> yeah, I mean, like, cause we're not Superman curious by any means. I mean, no. I, like, I appreciate the character. Oh, of course. And I especially, and I like him, you know, to be done well. It's like I don't, you know, it's like there are good su- like Superman stories where you can actually care about the character. He's not. Anywhere near as fascinating as most other DC characters, right, but still. Right. But, but yeah, yeah I mean, this can, one can be in certain things. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But in this one, yeah, it's like some people have a lot of problems with how he's kind of. 
I don't know. How would you say? Not brainwashed, but kind of. Well, one of the things with Superman is he's. I I don't know. I don't know how to say it necessarily. He he basically yeah. is here and he's a outsider who's here and is. How okay? Hold on. How in the world do they get away with this? Yeah, this is a weird scene. Because <laughs> I remember the, a lot of the talk was about this when this came up. It's like, oh, well, they can't do this character. Cause... <laughs> and uh, there she is. And they're just like, no, we're going to do it. <laughs> the Nazi yeah. girl with yep. no shirt on and swastikas. Um, Over her nipples. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like Ivan Drago, but a woman <laughs> <it> is. <laughs> <laughs> this was about the same time. I mean, Rocky oh, sure. Four I mean, came out what eighty four, and uh, this is eighty six. So it's a couple years after. So it yeah, seems like it was definitely an inspiration. And now we have Batman dressed up as a homeless, massive lady. Troll. Like yeah, Danny DeVito looking thing. It does. It looks like Danny DeVito dressed as a homeless person. Yeah, it's like imagine if you didn't see part one, and this was like your first introduction to like, oh, I'm gonna see <laughs> The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> it's like. Topless swastika, you know, breasted woman beating fighting a, fighting a, a, a old homeless lady. Yeah, <laughs> who turns out to be who's actually Batman? It's like right. what? Oh man! But I mean, this is the '80s, and this is Frank Miller for you. Yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. Oh man, this is great though. He says, "Pull that trigger, and I'll be back for you." Oh, I do love that, Zack yeah. Snyder. Yep. Big notes. I like how he like takes the time to stop and like just tell him like he doesn't want other people killing people. Yeah, that's how much he's not going to kill people. Exactly. (laughs) And the whole point, the other thing, the whole point of this movie and the big in fight with Superman is not to kill him. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, we'll get to the end fight and how much better it is. Oh yeah. That copycat. There's Carrie Kelly. Hitting Bruno in the face with a slingshot. I don't know why she thought that was a good idea, but uh, well, Batman told her to get her attention. But... Oh yeah, she was distracted. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's true. That's true. But still, yes. Yeah, not wise because I'm not just... able to read these fast enough. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> You're just not saying anything. I'm like, are my subtitles on? But it's all just shooting. Yeah, it's just shooting. Which is fine because she has an actual Nazi MP40. It's like. Right. Not be able to find. Well, and they were they were using ones. Luger's too. The, uh, yeah, they were. Ones, yeah, good point. Ones. So, you know, the accuracy's there. It's fair. Oh, yeah, it's definitely accurate. Other than <laughs> bare chested and <laughs> Ivan Drago haircut. <laughs> yeah. But Frank Miller has had some questionable female characters in his works. Yeah. That. Yeah. I know a lot of critics of him have pointed that out. Yeah, that's fair. As we'll see with Selena Kyle kind of later on. Yeah, that's that's another weird kind of weird part. That's for sure. So that shit goes. is like just grenades. I love how like how deep is this building? Okay. Uh, yeah, I know, right? This this always bugs me. This uh this um Superman trope always bugs me. Oh, which trope? This coming up. Okay, so the people fall. They're on the tracks. There's a blind guy. Train's coming. Of course. Oh, no. He's going to die. Here comes Superman. Save the day. Now, he doesn't pull the blind guy out of the uh, way, yeah. which would... 
hurt nobody, yes. and he could easily do. He he, yeah. he smashes the train to a stop, easily injuring hundreds of people on the train for the way oh, yeah. that thing stopped. Nonetheless, killing the probably the conductor who's standing right in front of the indention he just made. And I don't know well, why. Yeah, it looks cool because you just see the handprints. I get it. But yeah. in theory, it makes no sense. Yeah. But it looks maybe, cool. I mean, maybe that's the attempt to be like, hey, Superman isn't perfect either. It's like. Eh, well, maybe. But Like, you know, kind of warrant some criticism. I maybe. do love how Batman's like, no, not yeah, now. I know. He's mad. He's like, oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, I love how he, like, he doesn't fear Batman or Superman. He's like, oh, God. That's weird heat vision, too. Like, you don't see any beams. He just, like. Heats up the like, gun by looking at it, which to me makes sense. I feel like you really—that was what it usually was. It was more about like, yeah, just like it was heat, you know, <laughs> like you know. I like how conducting. Batman still goes and has to knock her out himself. Yeah, That's get funny. the final punch in. Right, right, right. But yeah, I feel like it wasn't really until Zack Snyder and kind of a lot of the stuff around Man of Steel where it was full on laser blast. You no, know? no, no. I no. It's been laser blast before. I mean, I have seen it before. Definitely. But I feel like, like even the small, though, it was like heat, actual heat. Oh yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that, that's true. That is true. It's heat vision. It's not laser vision. Yeah. But they like, I have seen lasers, but they're just like amped up to the, like the most destructive degree in the yeah. Snyder films. Where oh like yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. Where he's like cutting people in half of them. That is, that's fair. Yeah, that that's not what it's supposed to be. Oh, then of course we have another telling of it's in the eighties with the whole <laughs> America con- uh, Soviet right. conflict going on. Yeah, of course. Which is fine. I mean, which is still going on. It's just not the Soviet yeah, Union anymore. So you know that's fair. Yeah, it's still kind of relevant. Yeah. I mean, Russia's not going anywhere. Yeah. But so they're basically just detouring and they talking about another Corto Maltese is made up, right? That's yeah. not a real place. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Otherwise, we're just morons. But uh, and and so there, there's conflict there. And, and I don't know. It's whether America intervenes or not. Or Russia's taking it over, I think. And it's whether they intervene or whatever. So that's a whole nother thing that's going on. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like Watchmen, the whole like yeah. uh, Soviet conflict uh, underlaying, you know, the actual story. Yeah. And then now we have the ceremony where Gordon is stepping down officially and Yendel is going to take over. And this scene really bugs me because oh. I'm sorry, uh, with all this stuff going on, I do not believe that the only piece of business she's going to have is going to be, we need to hunt down Batman. I'm sorry, he's not the biggest problem going on right now. Like, at all. No, but I guess with the whole him defeating the the mutants, I mean, this movie talks about how, like, the only reason, really, they're going after Batman, especially the government, is because he embarrasses them and defies them. Where... Right, but I don't, but that's not the way Yindel thinks. I, I like, mean, that's I, not, that's not who, she, that's not her character. Her character is not driven by politics. Her no, character. but she does start to go after Batman, like, really kind of, like, especially, right. like, in the, the Tunnel of Love scene, you can tell she's just, like, pissed off and just wants to Right, right, him. but, uh, yeah, and I understand that, but, I don't know, I think it's amped up to kind of ridiculous, because that's not her character, her character's not the just ridiculous, narrow-minded bureaucrat right which is yeah. usually what it is and and you know and those characters are fine we're used to them 
Yeah, yeah. I but know that's you. not what her character is. Because at yeah. the end, she real. I mean, she's just trying to do the best job that she can. And in her opinion, you can't have a vigilante running around. And I get that. I understand. Sure. But with everything going on, I also really failed. I failed to see how this is the biggest problem that you need to target first with all this other stuff going around. Oh, no, for sure. And so I don't like that they... I mean, and obviously Batman's the central character, so that's why they do it. But again, it's just one of those things in theory it doesn't make any sense. Also, I love the fact that they left that shot in there. Because that's just a straight, nice-looking comic book page. It doesn't really make any sense to have in a movie. But (laughs) they leave it in there because it looks awesome. Yeah. And I totally believe Superman can just command bald eagles. (laughs) Yeah, even though the, the fact, even though the fact that he's not even American, <laughs> I know, <laughs> which is always kind of ironic. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I mean he, I mean he is, but yeah, the fact I mean, that he's an alien, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. It's funny how he looks like Gaston in this movie. No, 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 just with that shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the, 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 it doesn't even have any buttons on it. It's just, I mean, <laughs> it just goes down to his stomach. The big V. Like, like the, the the sight of him with that shirt holding a bald eagle is like something out of a bad romance novel. It's like great though. I know, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it yeah. makes me so happy that I left that. So here we have in a typical Bruce Clark scene of where Clark's basically like, look, you're ruffling feathers and you need to stop. And then Batman's like, Why? Yeah. And Superman's yeah. like, Cause you're embarrassing people. And at this point, Superman wasn't even thinking that way. He's just doing whatever he's told. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so bidding. he's so above everything right now and just doesn't care because clearly a bunch of other crap has happened. Yeah. That at this point, you know, the Justice League, all the criminals or all the uh, superheroes have been run out or captured or killed or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, there are no more. And that's part of the reason why Batman is gone or has been gone. So... At this point, Superman's just trying to keep the peace, so the best way he knows how is just kind of to work for the government. And, and there, and then he can still, you know, help people without people coming after him. So that's that's the way he's justifying it. Yeah, that's his motivation, because he just wants to be able to still help people, so the right, government's and he, and he's not, that. He's not a rogue character. He's a, yeah, you know, so he, he's going to do whatever he can to play by the rules, quote-unquote. Yeah. Do you find disturbing that Ronald Reagan in this looks like a skeleton? Yeah, they do draw him kind of weird. Here's Conan <laughs> O'Brien. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh, this is Conan, the uh, oh, talk right. show, the talk the show host. Yeah, which is awesome that they got Conan, and and he's perfect. Out of all the ones you would get, oh, he's he's the best choice by far. Yeah, especially yeah. I mean, like. 20 years ago, obviously, you look at, like, Letterman or whoever, but... Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. I think it was originally a Letterman Yeah, I think that's, character. like, kind of In the, the book, I'm pretty sure it's Letterman. Yeah. You know, Letterman, like like it's Ronald Reagan. Yeah, right, right. And then there's Dollmaker, mm. which is one of the most disturbing Batman villains that's never talked about. Yeah, you're right. He literally God. just kidna- he, he, he kidnaps kids and kills them and makes... Other, other, in like sews body parts together and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty disturbing. You can understand why they don't use him too often. Yeah, he's pretty disturbing. I mean, it's like a Professor Pig type thing. It's like you know, there, there's only so far you can go and how so often you can use him before people just don't don't want to see him. 
And now we have the uh, classic kid working for the billionaire. Is that a classic? Well, they did it in Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. Later, after this. So. Yeah. That's what it makes me think of. Gotcha. Pretty sure this is Dollmaker's place. Yeah, this is weird. These weird android, perfectly lifelike children that fly and spray Joker venom out of their mouth. Yeah. And are really strong. It's really weird. These are very weird. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> It's very I'm not weird sure. things. Yeah, of all like delivery systems, I'm not sure why. Like, okay, there's all these m- different rogue gangs going around killing people, and they're like, all right, take the whole police force, and let's stay around this Dave Andacrin show, because we know Batman's going to come to observe the Joker. Like, that just seems like very poor police work. Well, I feel like that, that's always a theme. Like, Dark Knight Rises, remember, it's like... Right, no, I know, not- I know. But in that in that case, you know, there's they're morons, and I don't know. But Yendel the, the, doesn't the way they you as that. The way they build Yendel up, I just don't buy her as being on that level. Yeah, she'd be a little bit more... But yet they have her act like that level for much of this movie, and so that's always kind of weird to me. Yeah, it's kind of sad. They just kind of kneecap her character like, like that. Like, she doesn't have a vendetta against Batman, necess- like, you know, like, like a personal vendetta or some weird thing, or, or she's not corrupt, or these other reasons that are m- usually the reasons why cops are acting that way against Batman, either because he yeah. makes him look bad or, you know, or different things like that. She's she's just on the job, like, and they didn't even build it up like, oh, she, you know, wants to make a splash to get real famous quick. Like, right, there's no right. reason for it, for her to act this way, at least not that's explained beforehand, so. Yeah, that's kind of just plot. So it just kind of bugs me. Yeah. What I don't get is, like, why don't they just, like, do the whole, like, remote I, uh, Remote control, like blimps for the, yeah. the Joker gas delivery system. It's like, because like blimps is like, oh yeah, that would make sense. It's kind of Batman looking. Well, you can you know, ask they're... Frank Frank Miller. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, memorable. I I guess that. I I don't know why. Why is Batman just going? I I don't get why he does this. Because I mean, he's trying to. Into, like or uh, stop the Joker's appearance, right? Yeah, and the way to do that is to just go right into where all the cops are, not use any of your Batman stealth, yeah. just <laughs> jump right in here and fight them all. And while you're doing that, Joker's gonna kill everybody. Like I just don't. This doesn't seem like a very good plan of action. I guess maybe we'll just chalk it up to the fact that Batman's been out of the game for a while and still isn't quite on it. Um, and I'll guess. also chalk it up to the fact that Frank Miller just wanted to write a cool Batman fight. Yeah, I mean, like, you you gotta always have the cool Batman taking on the SWAT team scene. Which is is great, yeah. Oh, it never gets old, sure. But yeah, you're right. It's like, considering what happens during this, it's like, uh, you really kind of dropped the ball here, Batman. Yeah, not very not very good Batman work, but, uh, oh, uh, this is great. Th- this is just a great scene. Oh, my God. The talk show, you got Conan O'Brien, and then... You know, the Joker's coming on here. And I love it because this stupid doctor is all like, you know, he's this victim and all this. And Conan's just having – I'm sorry. I keep calling him Conan. It's Dave Endocrine, the oh, character. You can say Conan. And he just is having none of it. Oh, I just love it. He's like every other normal level-headed person. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, uh, so you kill a bunch of people. 
Because like the doctor is like totally want to do this just because he wants to show how how like good his treatment is. Right, like, right. Totally... He's all about himself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and that's why he, like he's the only one who can't see. Uh, the Joker <laughs> seems to be his old self. Right, and you know the Joker. I mean, this guy is like was cooked up in a lab as someone the Joker. Like it's like the Joker's dream person. Yeah. Like I mean, it's perfect. It's a guy that can just. These cops are morons, but anyway, um, <laughs> let's just shoot automatic weapons at each other. But uh, yeah, that, that's not great. But he's just oh, he's great. But he, yeah, he, his whole thing is he's. I don't know. Just, just the Joker is the king of manipulation, and and this guy he didn't even have to manipulate. Yeah, that's the sad part. Like it's amazing. <laughs> so here come those creepy kids flying, spraying the Joker gas. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like here's your he's like so we want to you know you want to hear your side of things you've killed 600 people uh what's your side of things <laughs> and he's just like no no he's very sensitive god i mean the sad part is you can absolutely believe that would be a uh like a uh, reasonable number for the joker oh yeah for sure that's a little <laughs> low i think but and then joker's just like yeah and that's why i'm gonna kill everybody here God, and then, he and then the guy's it. just like, oh, he doesn't really mean that. He's just trying to ease the tension here. And he's like, all right, that's a great way to go about it. And he's like, he's not responsible for those killings. He's just a victim of Batman. And it's like. It's funny how the Joker <laughs> does like little like puns in between to kind of like ease people's nerves. Like, nope. Yep. Oh, <laughs> so people great. are like nervously laughing. They're like, oh, he, he's, he's joking, right? Right. Which, I mean, in a way, but. He's just like, can I have this? Oh, you can do whatever you want with it. All right. She, bam. Uh. <laughs> just snaps it, just slices his neck clean through. And he's just like, oh, well. So as long as you won't miss the cup. And then here they come. I want to know who locked the doors. I didn't see anyone going and lock yeah, those doors. That, and didn't they fly right through the open doors? Yeah, that. This, it's not, I mean, it's a brilliant scene, but it's not the best thought out scene. No. Like, upon rewatching, I was like, wait, who it's, barred the doors? No, it's different, too. In the, in the book, it's this whole scene is slightly different, and I don't remember exactly how, but yeah. it's slightly different. Like, I think it's big, it's longer. It's More stuff happens, I believe, in the book. Oh, of this course. Scene. I don't remember exactly, though. I, I haven't read it in a, in a little while. Yeah, I'm sure they, they explain it better. And that, that that's so much creepier than him just like shooting people. Oh yeah, ah, that just Joker grin. Yeah. And meanwhile, Batman's still just fighting SWAT guys. Yeah, I just like, this wasn't the the one the greatest move, bats. Yeah, it's one of the few things that really still bugs me about this movie. Yeah, I I agree. And then of course here comes Robin, totally not following instructions like she hasn't done at all, and. <laughs> But it's good because she's going to help. Hey, she distracted Bruno in the beginning. She did her job there. Yep. Hey, yeah, freaking Yindel is just out for blood. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's weird. Because, like, what, that, that earlier scene, like, where they, uh, they blow away all the smoke, like, they have Batman cornered. He right. just starts unloading. Right. It's like, you're not even going to arrest him? Right, right. He hasn't killed anybody. Yeah. But I do like how she rewired the whole thing to for her voice commands. 
Oh, sure. I do think that's funny. Again, I love the slang used in this uh, this world. Yeah. Which again, they they copped for Young Justice because they not the same stuff, but they made their whole their own slang for Young Justice as well. Oh, that's pretty cool. I still need to see it. I still need to see the new one. Yeah. I to be honest, I don't even know if there's more episodes out yet. I haven't checked. It's lost my my interest. Ah, that's a shame. Yeah, they just—they're focused on all the—they're focused on all new characters that are. I mean, I mean, most of the main characters are still around, and and they're still, I mean, doing a bunch of stuff. But the focus is on this new group of characters, and none of them are interesting to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so it's just—it's just disappointing. It's just—it's just uninteresting. That—that's why it's not necessarily bad. It's just not. So okay, Superman's killing these people, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, when you pick up a jet and throw it into another jet, I mean, you they're dead, right? Unless they ejected at the last second. Okay. Well, but he's also going to fly straight through this boat. Well, there's lasers. See, well, he I mean, still I, has laser vision here, too. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, he just sunk this whole carrier, and I didn't see him flying out with anybody. Well, these are Soviets, right? I mean, yes, but I mean, I, I, I didn't say was he killing normal people. I, I was just asking, <laughs> was he killing people? Yeah, I guess it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I when it's war, it's different. I don't know. I mean, that's the weird part of like seeing Superman do this kind of thing. Right. Again, I mean, Superman's changed like everyone else. Here's Selena Kyle. Sure. Totally gone. Yeah. Yeah, not not her former self. No, and here comes Joker. Which I also did. They ever explain this better in the book? The the uh, mind controlling lipstick. Uh, probably. Again, it's been a while. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't think necessarily they explain it necessarily much more. I mean, I don't. There's not much more to it. I know. Oh, it's just kind of. It's mind controlling lipstick. I mean. Poison Ivy. She kisses people, they die. Like, I don't know. It's like ah, drawing lipstick. I don't know. I guess in the realm of this universe, it's like, that's not the least unbelievable thing there is. Or right. least believable. Right. But it's just kind of funny. It's like, it's just such a mature and well done story. And every now and then you just have stuff like this. It's like, oh, my good lipstick. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are those. It's like, all right, it's this nice story. And then we're going to have giant floating baby robots that, that <laughs> yeah. you know, spray, you know. But I I like that you know you gotta you gotta ground it by not grounding it every now and then yeah you gotta be I like understand. okay it's still a comic book yeah it's not, like I rather little stuff like that than the threat the overall threat be comic booky like I'm gonna freeze the world or I'm gonna right. steal all the yeah it's like that's like this like you look at the conflict of the story and there's nothing you know goofy about it but every now and then you have those little classic kind of comic book elements mm-hmm. which i'm totally fine with yep i do like how uh they said on the news they're like batman who left dozens of cops hospitalized is now a fugitive from the law it's like i thought he was a fugitive always yeah, yeah what, what has he ever not been <laughs> i mean like gordon tolerated him but technically he's still a fugitive now yeah, we have a mind now we have the mind-controlled senator up on top of a building Asking, I believe, for them to pull out a Cordo Maltese. I think that's what he's demanding here. Yeah, or um, 
No, he or no, he, no he's saying to nuke them. That's what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying he, to yeah, nuke he them. Vote, he votes to nuke the place. Right, right, right. That's what it was. And then yeah. here comes uh, a cop and uh, scares him off and he... Goodbye. Yeah, this is pretty, pretty dark. Yeah, he's he's gone. <laughs> he won't be joining us for the rest of his life, as Hans Gruber would say. Very true. That's one of my favorite lines ever. That is a good one. <laughs> that would make this movie better. Hans, oh, Hans Gruber would make any <laughs> movie better. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, very true. And then, oh, this, this is great. Batman. Batman's doing his ultimate uh, mask work. He really is. He's really up to his game. Yeah. He's got a full like, body prosthetics and everything. Oh, yeah. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> but he escapes. Of course. On, on a motorcycle with the sidecar, which I love. Yeah. Bring back the sidecar. All four. <laughs> and then somehow he found out that the girl the senator was with or whatever was from Kyle Escort, so puts two and two together and Right. And I do love the fact that he, Joker dr- leaves, you know, Selena here tied up, dressed as Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's pretty, that's which pretty is weird. pretty creepy. Yeah. Do we, I, do we know what Wonder Woman's fate in this universe is? Because <sighs> um, we, of course, uh, see yes, Green yes, Arrow later. It's in uh, the, it was in the most recent volume, the third volume of uh dark knight returns that came out like two years ago i believe i believe it's in that because i read i read most of those i was still buying comics for most of that run right and i read i I don't think i ever finished it it wasn't great but yeah i can't remember but she she's in that but she's basically just i'm pretty sure she went back to she's back on paradise island and i think they even mentioned that here so at some point they mentioned that she's that she left and went back to the mascara or something but i don't remember and of course, Kelly uh, finds the cotton candy, which is a clue for right. where the Joker is gone. That's not even a good clue, like for the Joker. Like, see, Yindel's just let yeah, let's just kill this kid. That's with yeah, that too. Jeez, like, <laughs> good thing Batman has a cape. Yeah, for real, comes in handy. Yeah, very, very much so. Not just cool looking. No, no, it's very practical. So? It's funny how much smaller Kelly is, like around the behemoth that is this Batman. Is like <laughs> yeah. Now we have the fair, the classic Joker mask over the Joker face. The Which I feel mask like you could still, face. it'd still be kind of alarming, especially like these two guys. Like you got freaking, I don't know, Humpty freaking, Dumpty. Exactly, that's who I was thinking <laughs> of. Yeah. <laughs> It's too creepy grow, man. It's like you do not want them in a carnival around children. Right. And there's those creepy, creepy android kids again. They kind of remind me of the the weird, like, little carnies at the end of the killing joke, too. Yeah, yeah, they do. That Batman fights. And now they're going to blow themselves up. Which is creepy, too. Yeah. Here (laughs) Here comes Batman on the glider. Boom. Blows it up right God. on into the glider. They're practical. They just they look weird. They look very weird. And I want to know how they fly. Yeah, that's that's a very good question. Here's Batman and the Joker, and we get the showdown. Oof. Joker Brutal. Shooting at him. 
I do love how Batman in almost every story can dodge bullets. Yeah. Every time. Dodge bullets. <laughs> I want to learn that training. They, they don't teach that in the military, do they? How to, how to uh, dodge bullets. No. That's, no, that's a shame. Man. You think they sh- you think they would? Oh my think that'd god. Be a no, good, like... You think that'd be a good uh good skill set? Boom, well, I love that. Think... Throws three batarangs, one in the eye. Yeah. And I love that it doesn't even phase the Joker. I know. <laughs> doesn't even phase him. He god. feels no pain. He has no any sort of feeling whatsoever of any I kind. I mean, this ha- this has to be the most brutal Batman Joker fight. Bro. Oh, well, yeah, I, I would, yeah. I mean, of course, also think about how it, you know, ends, but still, even just like, you know, in terms of what they do to each other. Yep. He's just running through, bashing people, pistol whipping them, yeah. grabs a kid. Just shooting. A lot of bullets in this gun. Yeah, he might reload. He does. He does point. reload at some. Yeah, point. yeah. He does. So you know, after about I don't know, thirty-seven shots or something. There's some pistols that can hold like almost twenty. Yeah. Well, yeah, but don't most of them have longer magazines than that? Oh well, yeah, I mean you can also have extended magazine, but even like your standard Glock has like sixteen. Yeah, that's true, but I'm pretty sure he shot more than that. Uh, I do, I always love this. This is a nice. This is always a nice uh, little little uh. Movie, Action movie cliche, the little mirror rooms, which they oh, use yeah. in John Wick, too. And yep. I mean, love countless. It. See, look at that. You just dodge bullet. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Boom. Yeah, now the, the army does not teach you how to dodge bullets. In fact, like, whenever you go shooting. Yeah, but you didn't dodge like... it there. You dodged, yeah. like, nine bullets, but you couldn't dodge that one. Yeah. Ow. He's off his game. He's older. Maybe in his youth he could have dodged all of them. Yeah, that is fair. See, now he's out. He's only out when he actually has a kill shot. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, doll is still sitting here going to blow up on the track so that uh, they kill, I don't know, this handful of uh, roller coaster riders, which I feel like, and boom, that's a powerful freaking slingshot. Jeez. <laughs> knock the thing all the way off and then I would like if you only have one more of those uh, blow up androids why in the world would you want to like use them to kill one car right a, random people of a coaster why wouldn't you send them like into the crowd or something like or try to this use is probably the most man. brutal part of the whole movie oh my god yeah jeez she knocks Dollmaker into the one of those the, the chain that yeah. brings the uh, the the uh, I don't know, the, the, the cart. cars up, yeah, the yeah. chain, and then catch them in there, and his head gets smashed by the grinded. gears. Yeah, grinded. Yeah. Which I feel like that scene was different in the book, too. I don't remember. There, there's little things that I remember were slightly different, but I don't remember. Like, I, they don't stand out to me. They don't stand out necessarily. That's how accurate this is. Yeah. Just And this is where you just start shooting everyone. Yeah, this is terrifying, because this is, love. like, realistic, unfortunately. Yeah, he's just... Just running in, just shooting everyone. But he's yeah. being polite. He's apologizing. Guess, yeah. You know, he's saying, excuse me. He's using manners, at least. Ugh. This, this is what I'm talking about, like, with, like, why he might be one of the most terrifying jokers we've ever seen. Right, just indiscriminately just shooting everyone. Yeah, and not, and not even, like, theatrical about it. Just, like, again, no. like, what a mass murderer would do. Right. 
He's literally, yeah, he's just doing that. Which is, I mean, this is the whole thing of Batman snapping. Yeah. Well, literally, but I mean, that that's the whole thing. That That's why the Joker's doing this. He's yeah. only here to get Batman to snap. That's his whole goal with this whole thing. Yeah. And now we finally get Batman saying, all the people I've murdered by letting you live, which is the, I mean, that's the argument with the no-killing Batman. Mm-hmm. Although, this just bugs me. I just, I mean, I know Batman has been shot, but the Joker's been stabbed in the eye and all these other things, <laughs> and, like, the Joker's fine, and Batman, like, can't fight him. He's clearly a physical match for the Joker. Yeah. But yet the Joker continuously is, like, overpowering him. I mean, this Joker's pretty big, too, but, yeah, that's, still no match Yeah, that's true, this but this Batman. Joker's also been comatose for 10 years. That's a good point, too. I mean, how, how active? Active, how strong can you really be after being comatose for that long? Yeah, being fed like applesauce. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and just slicing Batman up. Boom. Just stabbing him repeatedly in the stomach. Uh, and God. boom. Breaks his neck. Almost. Well, I mean. And then this is stupid to me. The people are, they make it seem like they're running away from Batman. Well, yeah, it's like. Because the whole thing is because they saw awesome. enough to think that he killed the Joker. This whole part's awesome. Go yeah. ahead. Say this has never happened to you before. Shut up. Make me. Come on. Finish me. <sighs> Doesn't matter. I win. I made you lose control. <laughs> And they'll kill you for it. <laughs> See you in hell. <laughs> mm. Which, I don't necessarily get it, but somehow he broke his own neck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know physically how that would work, but but it's, it's like, it's... To me, it's like the perfect kind of get out where Batman doesn't technically kill him, right? Uh, but like he, but he does snap, you know, arguably, right? Um, but it's perfect where it's like you know Batman doesn't just break his neck fully himself, and then the people see it in the tunnel, and that's it. It's like I don't know. It's like the Joker almost did him a favor by finishing the job, even though of course the whole point is to you know have him be demonized for it, right? Yeah, it's like, how is he still alive? He's been stabbed in the gut, like, five times. I mean, he didn't pass shot. out for a minute there, but... Yeah. I mean, you would, just from all the blood loss, but I feel like he wouldn't wake up. Right. The Joker's just killed how many people? <sighs> and they... and uh, Is that guy dead? Just caught on fire from the Joker? No, no, he's fine. No, nah, he jumped in the water. Yeah, he's good. And then this... Okay, does this make any sense to me? Okay, I understand the... The whole... I mean, I guess I get the Batman's a murderer now, but when someone is actively killing people, I don't feel like that's murder. Like, wouldn't the cops kill him? Oh, yeah. At like, this point, the cops are, are going to kill the Joker. 
Yeah, like if someone puts down a, a mass shooter, it's like they're not a murderer technically because they, right. they stopped it. Even if it's not a cop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why is that the demonization of Batman? Uh, I don't know. I do love the fact that he's using a gun now and misses. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> that is funny to me. And how he can, like, he still hears the Joker, like, laughing at him. It just shows, like, the trauma he still has. Yeah, the burning carcass of the Joker. Oh, yeah, that's a great image. That is awesome. Finally shoots that, I guess, a C4 or whatever it is. Yeah, a little charge to distract him, I guess. Yep. Yeah, but this, the hypocrisy when it comes to police chasing after Batman just always bugs me. Oh, no, I get it. it now, it, it doesn't bug me when they're... Uh, the, all the corrupt cops and whatever, because, all right, they're right, the corrupt right. cops. But it, it bugs me when they're trying to make it seem like they're not, and then they still are. That doesn't make these. Also, these, how do you miss? He's not even moving. <laughs> like, why are they shooting at him? He hasn't killed anybody. Do you just I actively mean, shoot people that haven't killed people? I mean, again, like, freaking Yindo's out for blood. I know, and it just doesn't make any sense. Although Batman does punch the crap out of her. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I mean, she's shooting at him. She was shooting before then. Yeah. <laughs> now we have, you know, Robin in the helicopter trying to get Batman out before he bleeds out. Yeah, second time just had to save his life. Yeah, I know. No, the third time, she helps him oh, after yeah. he gets yeah. destroyed. You know, remember he was about to get killed by the mutant mutant leader. Yeah, you're. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. So. Oh, well, she also helped him when he was on the roof last on time. The that's right. Yeah. It's good Robin. She's more helpful than half the other Robins. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> more helpful than Damien. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and just real quick, can we get a time update, Mark? My media is being a little weird. We are at uh, 33. It's count, counting down from 33, 21, 22, or 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. I mean, it's climbing across the top of one of the SWAT cars, now running for the helicopter, and now almost passing out. Gotcha. Now we got a Dick Grayson move but from Carrie Kelly here. <laughs> Little acrobatics. Is he going to make it? Nope, he's not going to make it. So she is now a lasso queen. <laughs> she can do a lot, that's for sure. She can. She's not Mary Sue, but she can do a lot. She's mostly. You think? Almost. Ah. She's an untrained, regular kid who can do all this stuff. Yeah, she doesn't fight anybody, though. Yes, she does. Well, kind of. Yes, she, yes, she does. I do like that line. He's like, She's like, is he going to be all right? And Alfred's like, he'll be fine. He's way too stubborn to die. <laughs> yeah, Alfred's just <laughs> over at this point. As he's stitching him up. See, like the mayor, Batman has revealed his true self by killing a mass murderer who was in the process of killing tens of do or dozens of people. That yeah, means he's anything, a murderer. Think, That's not the definition of murder. Yeah, if anything, you think they'd be mad at him for taking this long. Right. Like that literally is not a definition of murder, and that's what they're that's what they're making him now. Yeah. He was not in police custody or anything like that. Like now, if if it, if they had kit, captured the Joker and then he comes swinging in and, and takes him out, then okay, that's different. Yeah. But in the actual process of one killing people and two trying to kill you, that's not murder in yeah. any law. 
Yeah, that's a weak argument. That always bugs me. Now we got Jordan or uh, Gordon for the really the first time. I mean, uh, since since, since uh, uh, he stepped down. Yeah, since he stepped down, going out for groceries. Join that retired life. And still married to Sarah. Which is good to see. Mm-hmm. And then now we have the president in an undisclosed location. Uh, <laughs> we're about to all blow up, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the bunker for no particular reason. <laughs> Wearing a radiation suit. but uh, yeah. Don't worry, everybody's everything perfectly is, safe. Everything's working. There's a nuclear <laughs> warhead on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I do love this thing. This is awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is just, this is this is what I want to see from Superman and from a exactly. Superman story. I want him stopping a nuclear freaking bomb. Hell yeah! Like that is awesome. This is done. I mean, th- this is so much better than what they did in. Uh, oh, th- th- this is done way better than in uh, Avengers. Oh, I thought you were gonna say BVS. No, that goes without saying. Okay. That'd have been a waste of my breath. Yeah, you mean like uh, Iron Man? Yeah, which I think is done well, but this is cool. Yeah. this is awesome. I don't really get the fact that this affects Superman. Again, I that's the problem with Superman. There's no frame of reference for his exactly. abilities, his powers, and it's yeah. just always changed to however the story wants to use them. Yeah. So like here, he you know takes the nuclear warhead into space, it detonates, but. But, it, you know, and I I don't know, I, again, we don't know the power of Superman, and of course the EMP part of it, the blast doesn't go off, and the radiation doesn't go off, but the EMP, I guess, still can make it through space. I don't know exactly how that technology works. Oh, God, yeah, I'm not even trying, I'd like, I would know, but I'm sure, I mean, I think it's going to be a huge fallout, though, with any type of nuclear blast. Well, of course, yeah, and, uh, and they mentioned, you know, the magnetic fields, like, clocks and compasses and all that stuff stop working too so but then like superman you know is he's like dead yeah i mean or and he's in this like nuclear cloud of stuff and getting struck by lightning and it's all shriveled up and i don't really get it like uh, again i i don't get this scene at all Th- this seems like a very grand morrison scene to me all this stuff yeah and then he falls in the field and then he touches one thing and then everything dies like i don't I don't get any of this. I don't get if this is real or if this is all just a m- metaphor for something. I I don't quite understand. It could be, yeah. But you know, because Superman's like this shriveled zombie, and he's like <laughs> sucking the life force out of a flower, and then all the plants die. And I don't, I don't yeah, again, get it. When when a character's superpowers are so vague and undetermined, it's like. It's hard to really kind of have any... Like, to me, I like my Superman all-powerful like I like Bat-God. Like, that, that, that's... I like that. I like my mm-hmm. Superman who's all-powerful, sure. and his his weakness is other people. Like, I like that Superman. He's not mm-hmm. going to go flying from getting hit by a metal rod. No. Like, I don't know. So, again, I don't know what a nuclear explosion necessarily would do. But that's neither here nor there. There's no way to fully comprehend fictional characters with made-up superpowers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now everything is... They're, they're realizing that the EMP blast has knocked out everything. 
Yeah, which is pretty terrifying. Because like, if you think about like, what would happen if all the power went out and stuff. Right. Not, but not just said. power. They... Like ev- all machines stop working. Again, I don't know what EMP, how EMP devices necessarily work. I know, I know it shuts out power, but I don't know because like cars don't work and watches don't work and all that. Stuff. I don't, like, I, I don't, I didn't know it was all manners of mechanics. Yeah. I'm not really sure it's... how that works. I feel like something is like a car charge. is powered. I mean, yeah, and I, I know, uh, you know, electricity is used, so I, you know, maybe. But if it's a separate battery pack, how would that? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. I'm not a scientist, so I, I, no. I don't know. I don't understand. But we get to see Batman on a horse, which is badass. Yeah, which have we ever? When else have we seen that? Uh, I don't care. We see it here, and it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> and now they're gonna do it in John Wick, and I can't wait. Oh yeah, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> planes falling out of the sky yeah that's terrifying yeah everything just you know i think i remember hearing that like apparently oh this is great we got the sons of batman they're like this is you know we're gonna take over we're gonna kill everyone who stands in our way and then just here comes batman to set everything straight which again on a horse yeah if you yeah that's pretty like empowering figure oh it's awesome it's like freaking william wallace oh that's such a great just picture right there i love it uh yeah, this is this is the William Wallace speech, and he's yeah, like, "We're gonna we're gonna go and maintain order." And of course, you know, I mean, he's their leader, he's their sovereign being, so they're gonna follow him. Oh, that's such a great Batman line too. P- grabs the gun and is just like, "We don't use these; these are loud and clumsy." <laughs> I love oh, that. So good. And he's like, "I'll teach you to use my weapons in time, but right now we use our brains and fists." And I am the law. Oh, that's awesome. I wish I had potted it up for that. That's a great speech. Uh, I'm sorry. There, there's plenty more to come. Yeah, but that's that's one of the best ones. That's good. Well, you're, you're sure. right. There's more. And then, of course, looting going on. Cops are worthless. Where have we seen all this before? But <laughs> Well, I remember hearing that apparently somewhat like an expert said that like five days of like no power or whatever is like all it would take for everything to go into anarchy. Oh, I, I believe it. I'm like, I, personally, I feel like it'd be sooner than that. But it's yeah, like, I, I agree. No, it's like, um, oh, I love that. And here comes the mutants. And we have basically the mutants versus the normal people. Yeah. Quote, unquote. And we're going to have a giant gangland fight. I yeah, mean, I mean, like. Yeah, I, I believe that this would happen. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, like, how this story, like, how much happens it's so like you go from like the first part, which is you know just hey yeah, this new game is taking over Gotham to freaking right. nuclear winter like all hell breaking <laughs> loose. You're right. <laughs> the end of civilization. You're right. It was awesome. Here comes Batman coming in to stop everyone. Oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> Batman rides in on a horse. Yeah, come on. So much better than than the tumbler. Oh, all right, okay. <laughs> Let's not go that far. <laughs> I like Batman on a horse more. I mean, Batman on a horse is awesome, but don't don't be talking hay on the tumbler. Uh, it's not a Batmobile. It's it cool. Is. It's not a Batmobile. Now there's fires everywhere. And Gordon's like, we need to help put up the fires. And everyone's just like, no. How about, yeah, we, how about we all don't die? <laughs> yeah. 
which is fair. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, it's fair. This is the way people react to stuff. Yeah. Every man for himself. Why would you, again, like you're not being paid as a firefighter. Why would you risk your life to put out a fire? Right. But then he shoots a gun into the air and gives an awesome, his William Wallace speech. I know everybody gets one. I know. That's true. He's just like fires are starting. There's no fire department. And so if anyway you want to save anything, we'll start helping putting these out. This is the unrealistic part. Everyone's like, uh, all right, yeah, let's go. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. Yeah, unfortunately I don't I don't know if I'm that optimistic. <laughs> yeah. I mean you'd like to think so, but Right. Again, I mean, I would imagine in small doses. Again, I don't know necessarily. I mean, I I guess all these people are are from live in this area, so I guess I right. believe that. Sure. Again, people in small doses are are usually for the most part, you know, do the right thing. Quote, you know, quote unquote. In small communities, a lot of times, it's the big groups that don't. Yeah, that like the big groups is we get into mom mentality. Right. Right. And so now we have Batman who's tied everybody up and has his Sons of Batman calming this whole group of mutants and regular people. And he's just like, that's fine. You don't have to like each other, but, you know, we're all going to – we're going to not act like this and I'm going to take control of the city. I'm going to yeah, keep, again, control, like, keep control and keep the city from falling apart. Yeah, it just shows you, like, how, like, fortunate it is that the person seizing power in this – time is batman and not freaking like some dictator or some crazy right stalinist type and then you get the mutants starting mm-hmm. to help the other people everyone joining together yeah god imagine if the mutant leader was still around yeah i know or god forbid the joker oof i know yeah this, yeah this I, would be like see, the now time. now we have yindel seeing all this happening she's like there's nothing we can do he's too big it's like Okay, you just were just gonna kill him for no reason, and now you're now you're just like, well, he's helping. Yeah, you're not even gonna help him now. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, they don't even help. And then oh, here yeah, comes here like, comes what, what here, use, here comes the four what, firemen in the city. Yeah, like what use are you right now? It's like why not just swallow your pride? Right. Ugh. And then, uh oh. Now that's back where Gordon lives. More mm. fires. It's close to home. And he sees, boom, this whole building engulfed in flames. Got to try and save Sarah. Oh, but Sarah. Boom! Mm. Just the door explodes right as he gets there. But he's fine. <laughs> of course. Oh, Gordon is a badass. He is, he is. And then, of course, Especially Sarah. Miller, Gordon. And then, of course, Sarah you know, isn't an idiot and being a former cop and everything actually knows how to escape a building. <laughs> that does help. <laughs> right. Now we have, you know, snow covered Gotham, but it's not snow. It's ash, which yeah. I don't get necessarily. Yeah. I, is it, I guess from all the fires. No, it, I think it's from the nuclear explosion, which I don't know how that would rain down ash. Oh, we're in full on nuclear winter then. Right. Yeah. Then no, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, it's like when you feel like if there were ash rain from the sky, you'd be like, like, like right. you couldn't even live in this in the conditions, you know. I love that though. They say you know the whole country is in total chaos except for Gotham. Yeah, Gotham becomes <laughs> the safest, the safest abs- city in the country. The absolute 
polar opposite yeah. of the way the world was before. And it's all because oh, of Batman. It's hilarious. It's awesome. And now the government is totally done with Batman because now he's making everyone look bad. Exactly. Yeah, and, and he's showing like he's showing how effective he is. Right. Yeah, so we can't have that, of course. And even Superman's like, well, there's no way I can bring him alive. And they're like, well, you know, just uh, whatever you have to do. We're okay with that, yeah. And then, boom, now we get introduced to the other badass. Oliver freaking Queen. <laughs> Bald, mullet, beard, one arm. You could not create a more just awesome looking character. Yeah, he's like that version of Aquaman that has like the, <laughs> the giant hair, the beard, and the and You're the right. Book. Man, I wonder if they... Base that somehow off him because that came, uh, I don't know, a couple years later. That version yeah, of Aquaman in like, in like 92 or 93 or something. They yeah. started drawing Aquaman like that. So it's a few years after this. I bet there's some some correlation. There might be because you're right about that. Yeah, that Aquaman is crazy. This is a great line though. He's basically talking about Superman. He's just like, you know, because Oliver's one of the, he, everyone thinks he's dead. He's basically faked his own death to survive. And he's basically saying that, you know, everyone knows that the world can't have a Superman and a Batman in it. Yeah. The world's too big. Do we, um, do we know how Oliver loses his arm again? Um. I'm trying to remember. I, I mean, it's explained at some point. That's pretty cool. Superman yeah. just writes where <laughs> in fire. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. But um, yes. I, I, I don't. It's it's explained at some point. Uh, right. Um, I don't remember if it's in the like the movie or necessarily. Um, I, I, I I know it's in being. Hey, look! There's that '89 Batmobile. Oh wow! Yep. '89 Batmobile. Um, it has something to do with either. I don't remember if it's directly Superman or just. As part of a manhunt, as part of all the taking down of all the heroes, don't quite remember. Mm-hmm. But now we got the gonna... the metal Batman super suit, mm-hmm. the the Iron Man suit. I mean, basically, it's an Iron Man suit. Because I mean, like, especially in this movie, like it like enhances his strength to like crazy levels. Yep. It's not just like to keep him from you know having his you know organs ruptured with one punch from Batman or Superman. It's like he can actually like lift like crazy things like a steamroller yeah you're right which again like it makes sense i mean you have to have it obviously if you're fighting superman but there's the bat tank yeah it just kind of ruins the whole like why wouldn't he have this when he was fighting (laughs) yeah well this is 10 years later he's had time to build it maybe that's true i mean that like that that i can like that's totally fine that's all i need is like you know he just didn't have to design it for it he didn't have time to sit here and work on this all day. Sure. Yeah, unlike Ben Affleck, who didn't do anything. Exactly. Oh, God. Just spent his whole time building stuff to kill Superman. Yeah. Let's be honest. Ben Affleck didn't build that. Freaking poor Alfred probably had to which build that. Is, which is fair. I mean, Alfred probably did a lot of work on this one, too. I mean, that's usually the way right, it is. Right. And then, of course, here's Batman getting out of the tank. And, of course, it's not just Superman. The whole freaking military's here. Oh, yeah. And loses him immediately just from going next to a building. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Where'd he go? It's like you, you saw him going to that alley. Yep. I know. It's like he went in that alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love that. Batman set a, a rocket to track X-ray because he knew yeah. he'd be using his X-ray vision. So he set all these rockets 
to I, I like pinpoint how they show X-rays. X-ray vision too. It's not just like everything is X-ray. It's like this little like focused point yeah. is where he can X-ray. I love that, and he shoots down Superman. Yeah, which is awesome. And now With Alfred a sets a uh, self-destruct sequence for the for everything, basically. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that that's why he took those pills? Isn't some sort of delayed uh, thing to fake the heart attack? Yeah, so uh, spoilers or whatever. Spoilers, but um, I mean, come I'm on. pretty sure that's what that was. Yeah, that's why I assumed it was. <laughs> Superman's just throwing this tank around. Well, Carrie Kelly's in there. I mean, she doesn't have a seatbelt on, so I don't know how she didn't just go bashing around on the inside of that tank. Yeah. But, I do um, like how he, he has a very Superman line when he opens the tank. Yeah, that is true. There it is. <laughs> There's the showdown. Mm. Superman and Batman. <laughs> I love that. Superman's just like, we don't have to do this. Batman's like, sure we do. <laughs> Superman's, I guess, affected by sonic waves. Yeah, again, don't. Never quite understood. Yeah, I know. I don't know the exact things, but Superman's which like, they, oh, we which they have, also... I have orders. Boom. Just electrocutes him by tapping into the power grid, which I thought there's no power. I was going to oh, no, say. There, no, there is power. There is power because the TVs have been on. Yeah, it's. I'm no, the power's sure. back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'm an idiot. I'm just going to pay attention. No, I mean, I also was kind of confused at first. I was like, I thought there wasn't any power, but. No, there's power. Yeah, there seems to be some. Yeah. Alfred looking at the photo albums of the Waynes. Do they ever, does Alfred get like a proper, like, I mean, I know he's like ancient by this point, but it just feels kind of out of nowhere. What do you mean? What happens to Alfred? Well, I mean, not really. No? I don't think so. Alfred's clearly like 90. Well, I know. but And and he's literally witnessing the death of everything. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I would, I would believe he'd have a stroke. Yeah, I mean, at that point, what does he have left to live for? Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Boom. Oh, that's awesome. This whole mm. thing is just amazing. Oh, yeah. This is what we should have gotten instead of... So he's just like, what? why are you doing this? You're doing this because I'm doing what they can't, and they're embarrassed. That means he, yeah. he's saying, that's what he's saying to Superman. Yeah. And Superman's just like, it doesn't matter. It's there, you know, They're in charge. You know, he, he's yeah. here to preserve. He's he's a visitor here. That's the way he's looking at it. Mm-hmm. He still isn't doing too well against Superman, although that was awesome. I mean, Punches again, like he's doing better around. than pretty much any other Also, Superman's would. not trying. Like, we, we, exactly. see it, we see him once he starts trying. Yeah. And, and keep in point, he hasn't even used Kryptonite at this point. No, 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 no. So credit to him. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, well, he doesn't. Come. I don't know. I, I'm under the impression he doesn't have it. Like, I'm under the impression like he doesn't have any because he would use it because he makes a big deal, you know, when, yeah, when he, Oliver gets I, here. And yeah, so, that's what I assume is that was his only stash, right? Yeah, that that's what that's what we're made to believe from the way this yeah. plays out. <laughs> they just run for the hills, the tanks up and running. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you saw how indestructible that thing was in the first part. Yeah, it's true. Did Superman rip open the door, though? Yeah, I thought he did. I thought so. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So you think to be a hole, but whatever. Continuity error. Whatever. And here's the the good version of this fight. (laughs) Not the Snyderized version, which isn't terrible. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not terrible. 
but it's just everything around it is stupid. That's the problem. Aesthetically, it's it's fine. Action wise, it's fine. I wish it wasn't one hundred percent CGI, but oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he just sticks a beam up in him. That's cool. Uses a wrecking ball. Yeah, this is what like, is this a Looney Tunes cartoon? It, yeah, this gets like crazy <laughs> levels of like what they're using. Laser vision. That, that Boom. Freaking steamrollers and just yeah, he <laughs> does. Them, like, he just picks them up. Grr. Uses them like freaking brass knuckles. <laughs> he does <laughs> punching the crap out of Superman with steamrollers. You almost feel bad for Superman in a few parts of this fight. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Bruce, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Rips his helmet off. Exactly. I mean, like clearly has a concussion. Being... Yeah. Jumps on him. See, now we have Superman actually start kind of trying a little bit. Yeah, probably starting to get pissed off. He punches him once. He's like, that was three ribs, Bruce. Yeah, because that's how it would be. That's what happens when you have a character that overpowered. Right. And then now now he has a recording giving Carrie Kelly the real plan. Of course he's got a plan. Yeah, of course. And then... That's why I'm glad. Like, is it just, oh, all he needs is kryptonite. Right. And we it's have... like anyone, anyone can get some kryptonite and then fight Superman then. Right. Takes more than that. Exactly. Batman would have, like, more up his sleeve than that. And that's why everyone's always like, oh, yeah, Superman would just rip Batman in half. It's like, well. If he stood there like an idiot. I mean, yeah. If he just did that. And also, it's not just about. The Superman Batman fight isn't just f- a physical fight. It's yeah, it's not just about he who knows wins. who Superman is and how he's exactly. going to approach this, and he's yeah. Superman's just not going to run right down and rip him in half. Like exactly, boom! I don't know what that was. Some sort of bomb he just stuck on his chest and blew up. Yeah, it went like into his chest. Yeah, I know. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> whatever. One hand, nice. one one armed Oliver is just awesome. Yeah, he I mean, he's got it's, shot it's in the leg, of... so now he's one armed and one legged. Yeah, I mean, he's like the the biggest old man badass ever. Hanging upside down, but still happens to be in perfect position, so that was lucky. He uses what? He uses his mouth? Yeah. He does. He uses his mouth to use a bow and arrow. He had one arm, and he's like, nah, I'm still going to use a bow and arrow. (laughs) I know. You think he would go to a crossbow. Boom! There it is. Kryptonite arrow. Some sort of kryptonite dust arrow, so he can breathe it in. explosion in it, maybe. I love that. He says it took years and cost a fortune. Luckily, I had both. <laughs> Great line. How do they miss him? How are they missing him? He's like four know. feet away. Yeah, that part. That Sorry, was very focusing fortunate on, for him. Focusing on the wrong things. That's okay. You, oh, you got to play the monologue. Yeah, that's true. Don't worry. You'll survive. The kryptonite will work its way out of your lungs soon enough. Bruce, your heart. Oh man, this whole f- fight between them is awesome. But now we have the yeah. tanks. We got them. They got nowhere to go. Tanks are surrounding the big tank, which has Oliver in it and Robin. But then it goes underground. That's pretty awesome. But I didn't have to go easy on you. A different binding agent, a stronger mix. I want you to remember that. 
I wanted to remind you to stay out of my way. In all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember the one man who beat you. And that is the line of lines for yeah. Batman. And then, of course, he now collapses with a heart attack. And yeah, I love now, how accurate it is, too. You can actually, like, they actually make his heart murmur, which is what happens. Right. And then Wayne Manor explodes. Alfred watches. I don't know where he's planning on going. There's no car there. Yeah. And then he has a stroke, and Alfred's dead. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it is. So Bruce is dead. Alfred's dead. Wayne Manor's gone. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Man, do you remember funeral... reading this for... For the first time? Uh, mm, I, I can't picture exactly the first time I read it. Yeah, I remember it being like, what? And then Batman's dead, and now they know he's Bruce Wayne, obviously. Yep. So, here's the funeral for Bruce Wayne, and I don't know why Ellen Yindel is there. but Maybe she feels bad. Uh, don't you love this, how Superman's face is still swollen? Yeah, yeah, he I got. I love that. He's like cheek. <laughs> I love that. That's great. I I love this line from Gordon too. We got this Frank Miller Daredevil cemetery here. Yeah, very. I love that Selena that goes after mm-hmm. Superman goes after Clark. I love this though from Gordon. I love how he doesn't know who this guy is. Exactly. That's a great line. Are you yeah. friends with him? And he goes. I don't know. Honestly, couldn't tell you. It sounds about right. Uh, I love it. That is great. Pretty much sums up Bruce. Yeah. And, and, and basically, like, yeah, Gordon and Bruce's, you know, relationship. Yep. Or Batman's relationship. Boom. And then you see the heartbeat. Clark looks over. He hears it, yeah. And then he looks at Kelly. Yep. I, I like that. I like how Clark is still a good guy, you know? Mm-hmm. She's got a shovel to dig him back up. But then Clark lets it go. <laughs> he lets it go. Because you can tell Clark is like just impressed as hell. But, but like, I don't understand. Like, how how can you... How long has this been? Clearly it's been days. You don't have a funeral the afternoon. Well, he probably has like an oxygen tank and stuff in there. But then how was his heart not beating till right then? I mean, that... I don't know. But it's a cool scene. That's the part I don't get. But yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And now we have this underground... In the, in the Bat Caves, we have Bruce making an appearance with Oliver and the Sons of Batman and Carrie Kelly. Yeah, this is such a, like, a, just an unconventional, like, such a cool, unique ending. Where it's like, nah, Batman's still, he's still here. And he's still gonna, he's still gonna do his job just from yeah. underground with all these other people. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's such a cool concept of, like, where to leave the story. It is. Because like usually you think it ends with either like Dick Grayson taking the mantle or right. Batman dying, and it's like now nah, it's like <laughs> he ends up with Carrie Kelly, Oliver Queen, and then the Sons of Batman. Yep. So now they're gonna start building a new cave down here, which is pretty cool. I love that. He's just like heard the schoolboy found you out. He's just like that's fine. He'll leave us alone. Yeah, I like I like that mutual respect they still have. Yeah. Especially with freaking how much of a beatdown Batman gave Superman. Superman is like, all right, you know what? <laughs> you deserve this. Yeah, it's a good line, too. I spent 10 years 
searching for a good death, and this will be a yeah. good life. It doesn't really have the same effect because they took they didn't have that line at the beginning of the movie because it's an internal monologue. Yeah, I'm saying that, but you're right. Yeah, that's what they should have. Yeah, because it bookends it, but it's still it's still good. It's still, yeah, it's still really. It's almost like it's weird because like you wouldn't expect a kind of hopeful ending with this kind of story. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. They did make a oh. sequel too, which I still have refused to read. Yeah, but I, I did. Just, I did no try way. and I did read that third one though, or at least oh. most of it. But I did not read the second one. Yeah, I, there's just no way it can. You know, I also heard, I heard it. it was awful, so that's another reason why I didn't read it. But yeah, I've done that with a few movies, like movies I love, and uh, like they made a sequel years later. I'm like, no, I refuse. Oh, I, I refuse there. to watch a lot of sequels. Yeah, because most are not good. Certain movies I definitely like any comedy sequel. I pretty much avoid. Oh yeah, that's smart. Although they are making Coming to America too, and part of me does want to see that. Are they really? Yeah, it's coming out in 2020, I believe. Eddie Murphy. Yep, yep. Eddie Murphy is going to be back in it, so I don't, I don't know. But comedy sequels are always bad, especially when they make them like 20 years apart. So. Oh God, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, such a great movie. Everything. Yeah, about I like it. such a great book. But the best Batman story ever. I mean, it yeah, is. Please don't, please don't take all of our nitpicking and griping as like. That's just like, us having fun. Exactly. Yeah, it's like because we can only say this is amazing so many times. <laughs> right. Right. That, that's no fun either. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't want you guys to just hear that the whole time. Right. So we got to have fun with it. But that is, I mean, this is the best. It's the best Batman story ever. Um, yeah, I I tried to kind of deny it for years, but there really is no denying it. It's amazing. Everything yeah. about it is incredible. This redefined the whole character. I mean, this yeah. is the best, not just as a Batman story, but also what it did for the character of Batman. I mean, everything, oh, yeah. everything we know about Batman now, I mean, came came from came from this. I mean, yes, yes, it, a lot of this was done in the seventies and stuff, and the uh, Denny O'Neill stuff and the um, Neil Adams stuff uh, from the seventies. There was a lot of serious Batman stories, but this this was a whole nother level. Especially coming out of, you know, just kind of the way Batman had kind of become in the general public eye, I guess. And then, yeah. you know, th- this helped push forward in the movie, the the Tim Burton movie in 89. And, and yep. th- those two together just thoroughly redefined a Batman character that put it back into where it's supposed to be. And then obviously Batman Animated Series came a few years later and you know, further solidified more of it and just all, all around. This is just, this was the whole rebirth beginning of Batman and it, and it's still, it's still the best Batman story. And there's, there's tons of amazing Batman stories. Oh yeah. 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 But this, this one just stands above all the others for all those reasons. And, right. and then just cause of the, this, just the content of it is just amazing. And even, yeah. even the social commentary of it, which a lot of times when you see social commentary, especially in comic books, it's just like, uh, very don't want the these. Right. Yeah. But then you get books like Watchmen and this, yeah. which came out, I believe the same year. I think they both came out in 86 and uh, Watchmen might've come out in 85. I don't remember, but I, they, I think they were both in 86 and you know, they were just perfect. They they perfectly encapsulated that period of time in in the world. Yeah. And then, especially this one, creepily got stuff pretty accurate for the way things will be later on as well. So. Yeah, but the story is so timeless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They do a good job with you. It's clearly was made in the '80s, but 
it doesn't feel it still doesn't feel dated. No, God no. So fantastic, fantastic movie. It really is. And then next week we'll be back with another episode. We're gonna do Batman Assault on Arkham, which it yeah. should not be called Batman Assault on Arkham. It should just no. be called Assault on Arkham because Batman is not even in it very much. It's not about really. the Suicide Squad, but it's a good movie. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I hadn't seen it for a long time, and I I watched it, I, I want to say a year ago. I, maybe last I think last summer. I watched it for the first time in a really long time. So, um, But it, it's a good one. It's a good one. Not, I mean, it's downhill from here, but uh, I, I mean, everything is pretty much. So <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not a bad one to go to. Go to. So that's what we'll watch next week. And uh, yeah, so that'll do it for this episode. You Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Sir Rancelot Eight. And uh, yeah, so you can hear all our thoughts on the goings on of Batman and comics, especially Ian. I finally got him on Twitter. It took me forever to get him on Twitter, and now now he now he's all for it. So, oh, I don't know about that. Freaking <laughs> some of the stuff you get me into, like the Fury debates. Oh. <laughs> hey, it came like, from Mark. David Ayer himself. The ending makes sense. Oh, Came God, from a real no. story. But, yeah, uh, again, but again, that's the least of my problems <laughs> with that movie. But if you want to hear us gripe and go back and forth about stuff like that, then Twitter is the place. I, I like it. I enjoy it. It's anyway, good fun. Anyway. But uh, yeah, so go ahead and do that. Follow us on Twitter. All the updates for all the episodes are there. Um, obviously, go and subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a review on iTunes, a rating and review. There's always help for sure. Please. And then... Um, and then I have another podcast. If you're into professional wrestling, it's called Behind the Gorilla. And you can follow that on Twitter at Behind underscore Gorilla for all the updates on that podcast with me and my friend Harris, where we talk about the crazy history of professional wrestling every week. Um, the most recent one we did was the time Undertaker killed Paul Bearer by burying him alive in cement. So um, <laughs> it's a pretty wild one. So make sure and check that out. You can get it at all this, every podcast platform, same as this one, everything. I have finally gotten them pretty much everywhere iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, everywhere. I got them. I got them everywhere. So yeah, so there's no excuse. No, no excuses whatsoever. So again, we'll be back next week with Batman Assault on Arkham. That does it for this week. Again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a great week. Uh-huh.